Uh, one of my favorite stories is one from Alex Ross and Paul Dini mm-hmm. called Superman Peace on Earth. Yeah. That he tries to battle like world hunger because they think that even Superman can handle all by himself yeah. uh, and and that's amazing just like he, he's just a guy that tried to do his best even, yeah. yes he's the most powerful being in, in the in the world but even he can end something like world hunger or something like that 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 only we as, as uh, people as, as a nation a community we can do even more than Superman welcome to the global Minnesota podcast connecting informing and engaging Minnesota with the world Our mission is to advance international understanding and engagement in every corner of the state. We do this with a variety of programs, including our public events, K-12 education programs, great decisions discussion groups, and professional exchanges. To learn more, visit our website at globalminnesota.org. I'm Nicholas Hayen, Marketing and Communications Manager for Global Minnesota. One of Global Minnesota's key programs is our professional exchanges program. As part of this, we welcome people from all around the world to Minnesota to share ideas and best practices with their professional counterparts here to affect real change. The topics explored are as diverse as the visitors themselves, who find their way to Minnesota through a variety of international exchange programs. This past year, Global Minnesota partnered with more than 435 local professional resources to arrange appointments for more than 300 visitors from 137 countries and regions. One such program is the Young Leaders of the Americas Initiative, or YLI. This program empowers young entrepreneurs to strengthen their capacity to launch and advance their ideas and effectively contribute to social and economic developments in their home communities. On today's episode, I'm joined by one of last year's YLI fellows who recently returned to Minnesota to showcase his new projects as part of the State Department's Citizen Diplomacy Action Fund. Leorian Ricardo, is creative director at Moro Studio, which is an arts and publishing studio that is leading the development of the comic book industry and providing professional opportunities for young talent and new underrepresented voices in the Dominican Republic. He recently visited schools around the Twin Cities to put on a comic book workshop for students called Be the Superhero of Your Own Story. He was also featured at our recent Global Social with International Visitors on October 5th. Leo, welcome back to Minnesota and to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Nick, for that warm welcome. It's chilly out there, but your words warm my heart. <laughs> and it's only going to get colder. But <laughs> for for me, somebody that came from the Caribbean, that's actually like exciting. <laughs> when I left Santo Domingo, they were like eighty degrees, something Ooh. like that. So <laughs> it's kind of a nice change. So yeah, yeah, I enjoy it too. <laughs> so let's start by uh, telling us just a bit about yourself and your work at Moro Studio. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm right now representing Moro Studio. Uh, I'm co-founder of the first Dominican-based illustration company. Uh, the thing is that back there, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talented artists. But there was not a place where those talent could get opportunities and they could like manage with work. Because what happened is that somebody needed like an illustration for a book or something, and they had a person. So that person was responsible for anything. Yeah. And sometimes that person got sick or that, the, you know, the deadlines were too much for them. So artists got in trouble. So what happens with Mono Studio is that you're not, you're not hiring a person. You're hiring a company. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, support and we can divide the work. And there's a person. I, I, I am a firm believer that artists should be, like, doing art. Of course, they have to manage, like, uh, their social media, their aspects of their life. But if artists come... Focus on doing art, that will be better. So that's when Moro Studio comes in. 
and looks for the opportunity, look for uh, experience to like broaden their horizon and better to get some work to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. So as creative director, are you looking to um, kind of in that administrative role to help the artists do the art or are you also... Um... Yes, I, I'm... I always told the people that, you know, there's in comic books, there is this figure called, uh, called Stan Lee. He's like co-creator of most of Marvel superheroes yeah. with uh, Jack Kirby and Steve Dicko. And they said that somebody had told me that I'm going to be like the Dominican Stan Lee. And I don't want that because uh, first, I don't have his charisma, his natural. <laughs> Stan Lee was a great guy. But second, I, I'm, I would like to be like the guy that signs the check for like... The, the big artist. I would like to be the producer, the director, the person mm. that is behind the curtain yeah. so everybody can uh, look at the splendor of the art and amaze themselves and I'll be just like in a corner bobbing my head like, yes, <laughs> well done and just disappear in the shadows and that, that, that's like the role I'm, I'm into because it's not that I cannot be like a social person and that's part of my job but I believe that uh, artists should, should be the ones speaking and giving the face for the art. I don't like like introducing and being the the guy that said, ah, you're the one that did it. No, no, I'm, uh, I like that artists have the spotlight as mm -hmm. it should be. Yeah, you want to uplift and amplify their voices. Yes, yes, yeah. that, that's, that's the part uh, that I like about my job. Then there's only that personal and social part of artists, but I like them to, to focus on doing art and might take care of the other job. <laughs> cool. So then how was your original experience in the YLI program last year? What, what are some of the things you learned visiting Minnesota for the first time? Yes, uh, it was amazing, thanks to Wildlife, though I got to meet not, not only this beautiful like part of the, of the United States, because I'll be frank, uh, Nick, uh, for Dominicans, when you talk and you say that you're going to the United States, they only think of New York, Boston, and maybe Florida. That's yeah. all they know. <laughs> the rest yeah. is just like a great part of the map. Yep. So... Well, first coming here, it was amazing, not only for the great place, the great views that you had. We stayed at Minneapolis, like, Anton Center, yeah. on the lakes, on the park. There weren't, for a surprise of us, there, there weren't so much people on the streets. Mm -hmm. I know there are different reasons for that. But like, just being here and going places like the Hennepin Library, uh, having, like, being... I was placed with uh, open books, mm -hmm. thanks to... There's, like, uh, the cool... Uh, three, they bought three buildings and there's like a publisher, uh, a place for artists to work, uh, to work like a co-working space and to do activities and a printing facility. Uh, it, it's really, it's really nice. And also with Strife, I worked there with, um, they're the first black owned uh, bookshop in the state. So it's been really amazing. I just open up my, my eyes to all these great opportunities that you have given. Um, the importance of being noticed by, uh, by doing your art. And so, yeah, I, I got really inspired. I would like to talk some of like the things that you have for granted here, mm -hmm. talk those back home, and especially one of the parts that I'm always thankful is meeting people like the uh, Minnesota folks, mm -hmm. uh, Tim, Karen, Betty. They, they help us a lot because yeah. we stayed for a month here. Mm -hmm. um, the change was natural. Also, the fellows were great, the all Latin American fellows. Mm -hmm. We made like a real like fellowship amount of self. Um, just getting to know and expand your horizon is is being amazing. Uh, so yeah, that, that's part of the charm of now being the fancy word of an alumni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's nice that you mentioned that hospitality that we were able to show because that was the original founding mission of Global Minnesota was amazing. to welcome international visitors, 
and to, to show them around, to help them to stay here for, you know, a month, a week, a year, even even that long. So so now you're back here again. You loved Minnesota so much. So you had, much. Had to come back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the story then behind being the superhero of your own story? What are what are the children learning from your workshop? Yes, first I'd like to thank like the CEDAF for giving us the opportunity of developing and the fund. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Citizen Diplomacy Action Fund, Action fund from yes. the State Department. From the State yeah. Department, yeah. Uh, it has been amazing because, like I said, now I'm a alumni after the wildlife experience, so I get the chance to get access to funds. And the first thing that I thought is I would like to come back to Minnesota and do something uh, with the thing, two things that I love, uh, comic books, um, getting back to the community, because I felt so welcome. My, my dad always told me that when you go to a place, you have to leave it better than when you came in. Mm-hmm. You have to always get... Uh, like and try like uh, many, many, uh, even a, a little bit better. That helps because if everybody did that, the world would be as a whole would be better. So I'm back doing this uh, beyond superhero project. We're looking to empowering kids' vision about their self, um, their heritage through comic books. Because when kids work at comic books, it's for them it's just a fun assignment. Yeah. It's not like homework. Yeah. So uh, and it's really cool because some of the kids are really shy about talking not only about themselves, but like I, said, uh, like I said earlier, artists are introverts. So when they get to apply their art and they're, think, uh, uh, they're thinking about the world in like a comic book format, something real, and they then show it to the class and everybody say, that, hey man, your drawings are really good. Yeah. I like that story. That's a part like, of their coming out of their shell. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. Uh, we went to the, the three different uh, district school. We went to um, uh, Nova Academy. We went to Risen Christ and to Gideon Spawn, and it's been amazing. It's, uh, uh, I always will cherish this moment with the kids because I like to see the diversity in all those classes and all the children. It's like uh, it, it, it wants your heart and makes you have faith in the future because all these diverse kids are just pals. They're, they're having fun. They're not like mocking each other of their difference. Uh, mm-hmm. By contrary, they're, they're, they're learning. And this, this is a cool thing about the program because we told the kids that if you don't have an idea of your own, go back to, uh, to your house and talk with your father or your grandfather mm-hmm. or grandmother and let them tell them a, your, a story, like something yeah. back home that happened when they were little. And we got like cool uh, mythological figures like the Llorona from Mexico mm-hmm. and like kids that told them, well, well one time my grandpa uh, got lost in a forest and a wolf attacked him, but he... <laughs> Yeah, but he managed like to uh, get away from him, and then the wolf appeared e- e- each day to his farm, Ooh. and the worm be- they were they became like friends. Like, he told <laughs> that maybe the wolf admired that he survived, yeah. and now the wolf is like their uh, their family animal, and like they, awesome. like through generation they all have stories of wolf things happens yeah. to them. So it's been like really cool, really nice stories, and um, even kids that just talk about getting a cat or their dog can now fly. But yeah. it's really cool because that opens the creativity window to them that they know that uh, if they express themselves, if they do like, they take this storytelling bit, they can make it their own and reach places. And also, uh, if you're like somebody that, a kid that didn't know what to do with his free time, now they know that maybe drawing or maybe writing mm-hmm. is one of their vocation and they're encouraged that to keep on it. In like, comic books are a great place for you to express yourself but also have a future, like a real, being an artist, being a writer. Uh, it doesn't have to be like a, a comic book artist, you can be an illustrator, but this was like a really cool first step for them. Yeah, 
That's really great. And this, um, I think it's really important because I, I think you would agree representation really matters. Yes. This type yes. of thing. I, I think of, um, of the, the into the spider verse really? where yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's specifically about underrepresented characters. And, um, I know personally my, my five-year-old loves that particular <laughs> movie. Um, my three-year-old is terrified of it. But, uh, too many that, colors, too many movements. Well, the spider bites. And ah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's okay, okay, okay. Her, but, um, but yeah, no, that, that type of representation is really important, isn't it? Yes, and, and we told them that it's okay if you wanted to do like something like Spider-Man, Batman, put it on your story. But the really important thing is that um, we told them, talk those characters and make them your own. Like, make your own Spider-Man. I even took... Uh, across the Spider-Verse as a reference, that you was across the Spider-Man. Yeah, there were a lot of Spider-Man from all around the world. So you maybe yourself can be a, your own Spider-Man fellow. Mm -hmm. And some kids did that. And I remember that this one little kid made like a crossover of Batman versus La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, one that's one part of making them, because we told them that is there something that you would like to see more, where this is opportunity to get the boys out and do it, um, don't don't have fun as a first step, but then uh, don't like limit yourself, dude. Is there opportunity to like express and tell other people of things that you like or would like to see more of? Yeah. So how was this experience teaching in Minnesota? I'm curious if there were big differences between teaching here versus teaching in Dominican Republic. Well, first I have to say the all the school was such a nice place. Uh, it doesn't hurt that have a uh, good weather because sometimes when you're sweating, yeah. <laughs> the paper sticks at you. But well, uh, there were such wonderful places. I really uh, will always remember not only the diversity that I have, because back then in Santo Domingo we're most like mixed race, mm -hmm. but here seeing like the the Muslim kids with their jihad, seeing like um, the hijab, the jihad, yeah. uh, the jihad. Uh, we don't got like a lot of, of those back there in mm -hmm. Santo Domingo, but the important part is that they're all like connected. The, yeah. It wasn't like uh, something weird. It was part of who they are, and all yeah. the kids were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're my friend. I know him so long. And also like the great teachers that they have because they support each other and they support each children to. They, they, for them, weren't just like ah, take over from one hour for me so I can rest. <laughs> they was like no, they were involved in the yeah. whole process and encouraging them to do their best work. Um, we also donated some of our books to the Moro Studio Comics to the libraries and the kids were delighted to see it. And this is a funny thing because they were all in Spanish. Um, they like it that way because in the, they said, no, now I can learn or, or practice some Spanish so I can speak better with my friend. Yeah. And, uh, and my friend that knows Spanish, he will teach me. And that was like a really good connection. Like, mm -hmm. That's one of the important part of, of the magic of comic books. Like, Children first get attracted to the pictures, yeah. right? but then when they start like realizing that, oh, there's a story behind it, yeah. I would like to know what happens. And we try to think that we are uh, so, uh, a good storyteller that only with the pictures you will get like the sensation of what's going on, and then you will have the curiosity to really know what's happening yeah. and, read, and really read the story. So uh, that was really, really cool. Great. Yeah, I, th I think it's the same way with, with as I said, my daughter reading... Um, she got a, a Spidey team comic book. Yes. Um, and, you know, at first it's the pictures, but now she's actually understanding oh, the, the words and yes. realizing just how much that can open up these possibilities for her own creative imagination. Yes, I always tell my students that the pictures are like the hook. They're like the, the, the first connection. They have to be, like, uh, pretty enough so that you get noticed, but yeah. the real use is are the words, are the story. 
and storytelling is all about like uh, connecting through a story. It, it doesn't have to be like something that you can um, feel where you're like, uh, this happened to me, but mm -hmm. just like, oh, this happened to someone, that's interesting. And or, or now I know that this exists in the world and maybe I can talk about it. So yeah, the, the, the first connection. And, and the, I always tell the kids, and don't worry about the quality of the art. They're just kids, just yeah. enjoy. Maybe do stick mans and that works with and there were some kids that did a really good job. I, I talked to their teacher and, and said that hey, maybe you should encourage this artist. There was that uh, one kid and Gideon Pom that she has this dragon epic story. Mm. She she first did a prologue and the, now is working on yeah. a sequel and seeing those uh, those kids talk so serious about their story, like no no, I ha will have a, like a four part mini series. <laughs> They were, they were these kids at Racing Creek that they were working like um, groups, yeah. uh, but the, each one had to do their own comic. What they did was that each one made like a part of the story. So mm -hmm. there are four parts, each made by one of the kids. Yeah. yeah, so, so, and the teacher saw that that was amazing because usually there are kids that don't like connect, that don't even talk to each other. Yeah. But with this program, they started bonding and they started talking and sharing their story. So I think that we made some good here. That's yeah. very cool. They mm. made their own cinematic universe. They made their own yeah. cinematic universe, yeah. And there were these kids that make, like, uh, the, the teacher told us that last week they were talking about perspectives in life. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they made, like, the history from the point of view of the hero and from the point of view of the villain. Ooh, so yeah. that was, like, something cool. I was like... That's some like deep stuff, guys. Yeah. No, that's really great because you should so, you should be considering the point of view of others, especially people who you disagree with, who you might think are a villain. But yes, they just have a different motivation. They did that, like, and I was like, "That's really cool." And that's you're cool. like, "What in, in fifth grade, something yeah. like that?" <laughs> that's amazing. That's great. So, in thinking of of all of your time here and last year, you know, what was your favorite experience then in Minnesota? Yes, I would like to say that just going around and walking. Yeah. Knowing, like, seeing the buildings, seeing the parks, seeing the lakes. Um, back in Santo Domingo, we have, like, a heavy, I wouldn't say, like, a jungle, but we have a lot of greens. Yeah. We have a lot of, like, trees all the way. And here's, like, I, I felt that balance because of urban and um, greens yeah. with nature. Uh, that, that Just walking around is going, you don't even have to, like, get in the building or buy something, just being there and walking. Yeah. I will, uh, also, I, I, I love the, the Hennepin Library mm -hmm. because they have a whole wing of graphical novels. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm working with my the, with the Jude Library back in the Dominican Republic because they, they didn't have any comics. They have, like, hmm. some, like, two or three. But when I started working there, I donated my own collection. Yeah. And now they have, like, a comic corner. They have, like, una esquina del comic, just oh, cool. a little corner. But I'm looking forward to having, and that inspired me a lot to, to I, I, I take advantage of, you know, you have great comic book stores here. Mm -hmm. So I was looking to buy some of the comics to bring back to the library. And each year, uh, make the, co uh, the comic corner like uh, a shelf, and then like uh, ale, and then like a whole room. Uh, let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah, but I like like just walking around. It's, it's really a nice place, beautiful place. You get that special like balance between urbanism and nature. Yeah. Um, they even, uh, my, my good friend Tim from Global Minnesota mm -hmm. took, uh, took us to Lake Harriet and they had like this little, 
this tree with a door on it called the Mr. Little Guy place. Mm. And that's amazing. The kids, like, there's a, a gnome living there and they leave <laughs> notes. Uh, it's just amazing that, that contact with nature. And uh, I, I think that Minnesota has the perfect balance between, like, being a, a city that has stuff on it. Mm-hmm. You have, like, uh, all the restaurants, all the, the shopping malls, and all the community commodities of being in a city, but also the balance of nature, of going yeah. places, uh, touching grass, mm-hmm. being by a lake. So so I like that a lot. Yeah, we're not just, you know, 50, 100 miles of just cities and yes. cities <laughs> and concrete. We, we do have a lot of lakes and a lot of parks mm-hmm. here, which is really nice. So then what's something you wish everyone knew here about the Dominican Republic? Yeah, first I would like them to know that uh, we exist because, you know, yeah. we're a little island in the Caribbean. Yeah. But uh, there's, there's talent and we're hardworking people that just like to, to have opportunities to demonstrate the talent and even like learning from others, uh, take back home. So I would like people to know that Santo Domingo is just not more like, it's not just uh, beautiful beaches like mm-hmm. uh, palm trees. Yeah. Uh, we're also like a cultural center. We like uh, arts a lot and we just looking for the world to see that uh, we're capable of doing good to the world. Uh, we're not yeah. just, a, a, it's great for tourists to come by, but there's more like just palm trees and beaches. And if you visit Santo Domingo, uh, talk to the people, know that there are great talent there that just wanted to, to show the world that of what we're capable of. Yeah. You're more than just palm trees and beaches. You guys can be the superheroes of yes. our story. Yes, yes. That's, that's part. Hey, I, yeah. I, I saw what you did there, Nick. <laughs> My, what what is your favorite superhero and why? Oof, that's a tough one. But I will say like I like I always say my my students that I like the concept of Superman. Yeah. I, I like like the idea of this being that um is the best. It, it, it isn't just about the powers. Mm-hmm. It's just about his heart. It's just yeah. because he's a good guy. Yeah. I I always think that the thing that make, that makes Superman super. Is the man part, mm-hmm. and it's not the superpowers, yeah. um, and uh, there even has been, you know, uh, like Elseworld stories of Superman going like crashing in other places, not only yeah, um, um, in Kansas and becoming in the Soviet Union, being in the Soviet Union, yeah, yeah. being like an immigrant. There's yeah. all those kind of stories, and they always shine that that the part that really makes like the great hero is the man part. That he he be, he people say that Bruce Wayne doesn't disguise as Batman. Batman disguises as as, yeah. as Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne yeah. but with Superman, I think it's the contrary. He's he's just a good guy. Yeah. He's uh, there have been interpretation that he like uh, when he's Clark Kent and stuff. He he fools around so people don't notice. But I believe that that he just he doesn't have a disguise. He's just who he is. Yeah. Um, the the cape and the uh, the cape and the suit only allows him to be a symbol of. Mm-hmm. And I like that they have putting him like a hope symbol like. It wouldn't be nice if there was this person that you can trust him, that he will always try to do the best. He could, like, destroy the world every every second yeah. that he, he wanted, but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, he works together with the people, and he believes he, he's an alien, but he's, like, the most human of all human beings. That mm. I, I believe in the in the concept of, of Superman. Yeah, I love that. He's an alien, but he's the most human he's of all He's the human most human beings. of all, yes. That, that's amazing. That's what I like about the concept of Superman. I know that... I, one of my favorite stories is one from Alex Ross and Paul Dini mm-hmm. called Superman Peace on Earth yeah. that he tries to battle like world hunger mm-hmm. because they think that even Superman can handle all by himself. 
Yeah. Uh, and and that's amazing. Just like he, he's just a guy that tried to do his best. If, yeah. Yes, he's the most powerful being in, in the in the world, but even he can end something like world hunger and something like that. That that only we as as uh, people as as a nation, a community, we can do even more than Superman. So yeah. so that's amazing. Uh, that's a really good quote I recommend. It's called Superman: Peace on Earth by Paul Dini and Alex Ross. Amazing art. Alex mm-hmm. Ross is one of the great like uh, illustrator for time. But yeah, I believe in the the concept of the Superman. I love that. Yeah, you can't fight your way out. Sometimes yes. you Sometimes it's not about the power. It's about like what you do with them and 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 take care of the responsibility of having those powers. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Thanks for sharing your incredible work with Minnesota students. And no, no, my pleasure. Much okay, much I'll be back soon. I always like to thank you guys for having me. All the Global Minnesota fellows have been amazing. Uh, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for uh, wildlife. Uh, and of course, wouldn't be again here without the support of the CDAF. Um, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, maybe in this, uh, this program continues. And I would, I'm, my goal is to be like at least once a year, doing what I can, teaching, um, not only letting people know the great talent that we had back there in the Dominican Republic, but teaching children that comic books are a medium so they can express themselves and connect to their backgrounds. Uh, sure, it, it, they're fun. But there's power behind the story page. That's all the time we have today. You can learn more about our professional exchanges program at globalminnesota.org. Thanks as always to all the members of Global Minnesota who make our programs possible. Be sure to check out our website at globalminnesota.org to find information about upcoming events, learn more about our international programs, and sign up for our weekly newsletters. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so you can hear untold stories of international connections each month and catch recordings of our public events. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.